Bubbles over here, ready to go live. You ready to go live, Bubbles? She's purring away. I don't know if we can get her purr. Can I get you purring? She's all excited to be here today. Hope everyone else is excited to be here today. Oh, hi, Bubs. You coming over to say hi? Yeah, see, she's here. She's like, I need to be in the show. <laughs> Good morning, everyone. Welcome to the 5 a.m. Master Scrum Show. Hope you're doing well. We're a little bit earlier. We usually do get online about 8 o'clock or 8, between 8, 8.30. But I got appointments I got to take care of. So I had to get here early. Um, I wanted to continue off of yesterday's program. Uh, the couple of thoughts in my head, I saw somebody post something about difference between a program manager and a scrum master. And I have a very diverse opinion on that one. Um, we could talk about that another day. Maybe I'll go through the different titles one day and, <coughs> excuse me, do a show. Bubbles, what are you doing? You're hitting the microphone. Yeah, I know. She wants attention. She wants to speak. Well, why don't you say something to the crew? No, she won't say nothing. Anyway, so what do you do when the team gets too fast? Like yesterday, I was talking about stop handing out work so your team can get faster. And let's say your team did get faster. Because I've had a lot of teams that, as they moved on, got really, really fast. And I'll be honest with you, the product owner could not keep up with the number of stories that the team needed and the speed which they were doing it, right? So we'll talk about that a little bit today and how to, how to handle that. And one of the ideas is managing what epics and let's talk. So, and that affects, because this is Thursday, we do requirements, reviews, and retros. So it kind of talks about more the requirement side, the planning side, uh, maybe even the review side, as far as what we do in scrum when you manage by epics. And, uh, so let's get into it. It's 5 a.m. Master Scrum Show. I am Greg Master, Scrum Master and Agile Coach. And here we talk about Scrum and Agile in a very practical and tactical way. So you can bring value to the customer without bringing, without working extra hard to bring that value to the customer and have a little fun along the way. And the idea behind the epics is just so you're not working harder to manage what you have. Um, one of the fallacies that a lot of these big corporations make and, and companies with multiple teams, they base everything on the story level. Like they'll customize everything. And this is, this is just something to keep an eye out for. They'll make hard requirements that every story has this, has this filled in and all these detailed information, stuff like that. Well, that's nice when your team is slow as molasses, but when your team starts really kicking up high speed gear gets a lot of stuff done that doesn't work anymore right that those are good for very slow methodical teams right that don't have enough info that, that, that they can't work on their own not in, in, independently smart enough to do what needs to be done and they dictate everything um but when you get a team like i've had a few teams that would start off slow but then they would get faster and faster and faster and what I would teach my scrum masters and my product owners to do was to manage by epic. Now, here's how you do this. So I got my little whiteboard out. Woo got the little whiteboard out. Bubbles, you have to chill out. Um, 
So what do you do? So let's say, instead of filling all that information for each story, you fill a bulk, bulk of the information at the epic level. It's like, here's a little graphic. You got a little thing here, a little pie chart, some words, some report, some other words, and maybe a, you know, a footer on the bottom. Each one of these graphics and piece of information is a different story. Now, what I would do is work with my product owner. So the, put all the information at the epic level. Like, here's what I want. I want this, this, and that. Then I would get the team to say, okay, so, so the pie chart is going to be story number one. Maybe this one's going to be story number two. Maybe maybe the bar chart. Maybe maybe this little piece of information story number three. And I would let the teams go through and put the stories, which ones they wanted to call story. And all the story in the system would be would basically be a title, right? Um, maybe there'd be some refinement. What do they think is is uh, acceptable for that. And the reason why I would do that, each one of these people don't realize that every one of the, oh, it's just a little pie chart. That pie chart might take you like the three different databases, do some rendering, do some UI, do some different things and bring that data to the forefront. Or maybe this, or maybe even this text thing, like I have to go to a different place. Maybe this is sales. So I got to go to Salesforce, grab this piece of information, and display it on the screen because we have all these integrated systems now, right? So there's more to it than just something. So what I would let my team members do was decide what wouldn't be a story and they're not that easy either, right? And then what they would do is say, and it should look like this. And they would work with the testers and the developers and everyone would work together on deciding what the acceptance criteria. In the end, we would just do the reviews for the whole epic, right? Now we might have little stories at the level where the team would say, yep, that's what we all agreed. That's what it's going to be. But now the product, the product owners now work in epic levels, right? So, the, so every story, when they say we want to do this epic, maybe there's a future epic, the product owner would grab the whole epic and all the sub stories that the team maybe did in refinement. So in refinement, in refinement, the team would say, okay, this is going to be story one, story two, story three, story X, Y, Z, right? So in refinement, they would identify which ones would be which story and how much work would be, and they would size it and all. And then they, and then when we get ready for a sprint to pull this epic in, then the product owner would just pull the whole epic in and would just take all the stories along with it. So in essence, the product owner didn't necessarily get to the story level. Sometimes they did. Sometimes they didn't. If there was any kind of nuances they were looking for in that area that more specific. But a lot of the details, like the acceptance criteria, was at the epic level. What they wanted to test for. They wanted to see all those different graphics on the chart or whatever. And that's how they would do it. And this would make their life easier because it would go faster. So, you, so, so now... The product owner is doing one epic that's one, two, three, four, five, six, seven stories. Like there'd be an integration story. So instead of managing seven stories or managing one epic, right?
So it reduces the time they have to take to manage the backlog, right? And they can work on the epic level and what they wanted to work on and what they want to look at and stay higher and not be in the weeds of the technical effort of the activity. So this is where a lot of these big companies and they 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 so focus on the story, which is good for practice. But sooner or later, if your company's any good, your team's any good, your team's going to get so fast that they just blow by all that stuff. And that's where these these a lot of these agile coaches have been doing it for years. Their teams are at that level, and they and they jump to that level when they talk. Like it should be at this level, and this should be this, and this should be that. And they don't understand there's a there's a growth path for the teams, and they just assume everyone's at the highest level of agile. They're not. But when you start getting to the epic level, now you're really getting the high performance agile, right? Now you're getting really into high performance scrum because you're not worried about the new the the weeds, right? You're not worried about those nitty gritty details. Now there should be um, engineering practices and testing practices that are inherent among the company that are inherent among the team you don't need to write them all out for every story that's the most stupidest thing and then there are some companies that would do that i'm like don't you just have an engineering practice like you should test in this and this should be the next group and 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 unit test should be you know these are all givens from an engineering practice it's not part of the story so this is how you get it when you're team is super fast product owner has a lot of stories to maintain and they can't keep up you want to maintain them at the at the epic level so when you say i'm going to do one or two epics in a sprint you grab the entire epic and you drop it into the sprint right and that has more value anyhow um each story can have independent value like here's just so you know like this pie chart probably be used in about 10 different epics and they'll get reused in this story number two probably using another five different epics right so one of the things you do want to make sure when you do design this is that people understand that these stories can be reused in other systems because that'll even make it faster right if that pie chart gets reused somewhere else you don't have to build it again you just got to change the tweaking of the code so it can show up in more than one location be customize it for that one view. It's like, but I want to use it everywhere, you know? So you have to establish that criteria from a product management perspective and maybe make clarifications where, you know, every one of these little stories should be reusable at any epic at any time. They're independent. Ooh, look at that invest. So I just wanted to share that with you. I work with many product owners. They couldn't keep up with what they're doing. I try to get them to start managing at the epic level, right? And that's even with the people. So maybe you give a person, a developer, and a whole epic. But what I really like to do is take an epic and have the entire team work the epic at the same time, or at least a couple people on the team. So let's say you had nine people on a team or eight. Let's say you had eight people on a team. So maybe four of those people would work on one epic while another four worked on another epic. So they're actually working in parallel on two different epics at the same time. And then you get even faster, right? But you work your way up into that point. So now you're going, okay, you four take this epic. 
you four take that epic they go and split the workout and when they come back for the review they show all the individual stories where they want every day during daily scrum they're talking what's blocking them where they're working on where they're stuck and then use a product owner help them find and negotiate with other teams or other systems what you need to get that done or maybe one of the other four oh yeah you could use this so sometimes they help each other out even though they have their own epic to work on so i wanted to share that with you all something to think about so if your team gets too fast and you can't keep up with them really think about managing by epics now again some of these larger corporations will put all these bells and whistles and requirements and required fields and and you know i had one company that had 50 required 50 fields in their story i'm like you don't use any of them you only use like five out of the 50 can we get rid of 45 of them and they did and they were so much happier. The product owner was so much happier. But anyway, I digress. So that's how you manage it when your team's getting too fast. Manage by epic. You say, hey, you 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 three do this epic. You three do this epic. And you let them work on that. And have them help you break those stories down during refinement. And you just put a placeholder in the title. Because every all the information they need is stored at the epic level. It's, it may be a little bit hard, but it's going to go faster, right? And you know, and it makes them think that they, it may, reminds them they have to integrate all this stuff together and they can't just like, oh, I'm going to, I'm going to hard code this, right? They have to make it in a modular fashion that could be reused anywhere. It's very important. So with that, I want to wish you the best. Um, hope your teams keep speeding up and go faster and faster. But these are the things as they mature and get faster. Is where they should be and this is i'm gonna i'm gonna say i gotta go <laughs> it's been a long show anyway i wish you all the best happy scrumming take care everyone hopefully we'll see you tomorrow on a fun friday since i didn't get to do one last week because i was getting procedure done and i couldn't eat or anything or drink anything for like the entire day it was terrible so take care everyone bye see ya